Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, one and all, and welcome back to Behind the Glass, the podcast which aims to take you behind the scenes of the automotive and automotive social media worlds. You join me and my guest for this week, Paul Wallace from Supercars of London in Los Angeles. All right. City of the Angels. Is that what it is? No, Lost Angels, is it not? Lost the Lost Angels, maybe, yeah. Anyway, well, we're here. We are here uh, on our week-long Californian adventure. Um, and we are going to use this podcast to catch up on all things Formula One. It is the next oh. Formula One special for Behind the Glass. Well, we've just had two back-to-back races, so... We I have, like we watched... Is... Well, we didn't actually watch. We're going to get into that in a second. But we, we were around each other when they took place. <laughs> no, no, we watched the first one. But we didn't watch the second one, was my point. No. So, to recap... Uh, for those of you that uh, I don't know what we're talking about, uh, we Formula are... One is a motorsport. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we are catching up on the Bahrain and Chinese Grand Prix of the 2018 F1 season. If you are not into Formula One, if you despise it, I would advise that you probably skip this episode because it will only be speaking about Formula One. If you have never watched Formula One and are intrigued by it, probably not the best experts to, li- <laughs> no. to listen to. We are just two fans that are very over opinionated about the sport <laughs> and biased. Um, and if you are a F1 mega fan like us, hopefully you find this an interesting and insightful podcast. So the way we're going to do this is use Formula One's highlights packages of the Bahrain and Chinese Grand Prix to analyze and remind ourselves what happens in each race. Now, complete disclosure, Paul and I haven't seen any footage from the Chinese Grand Prix. The only thing I know about the Chinese Grand Prix is the winner. So last night was our first night in LA. We just got off a 10 and a half hour flight. We'd been awake for about 48 hours in total <laughs> and we both passed out. I literally, I watched the, actually this is the lie. I watched two, the first two laps. Okay. Saw Hamilton drop to like fifth and was like, well, it's going to be a boring race. <laughs> Closed it. Woke up in the morning. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we're going to get into that. First off, we're going to kickstart with the Bahrain Grand Prix. Which was action-packed to say the least. And I think to Formula One fans, it was a really exciting race. But as we discussed after, like if you're not into Formula One and kind of want to dip your toes into seeing what it's all about, maybe you didn't quite understand what was going on because it was quite strategic. It was very strategy heavy. And and actually, if we think about uh, going back to the Australian Grand Prix, that result kind of came through strategy again. Mm, yeah. And it might be that this year we're going to have the top three teams running so close that strategy is going to be the best way to win 
the race. Yeah, and I think you'll find that teams will start bending the rules ever so slightly with pit stops or like, as we saw in Bahrain, like pit crews were going out and I was asking you going like, are they allowed to do that? Because they were like bluffing pit stops to try and bring the other teams yeah. into the pit. Well, that, that, you know, there was a, a sort of a rule put in place ages ago now saying that you couldn't do that. You, ha- you, could only come, you could only bring your pit crew out into the pit lane if your car was coming in. Yeah. And Mercedes did about three or four times <laughs> yeah. um, trying, to, trying to trick Ferrari. Um, but yes, Bahrain Grand Prix, we amazingly watched it in Monaco. Mm. Stars and Bars is an awesome sports bar in Monaco. Uh, we crammed in there, had way too many cheesy nachos oh, and yeah. chicken dippers and various things and had the race streaming. So let's remind ourselves, as I say, here we are on youtube.com forward slash Formula One and it oh. sounds like... Don't know what's happening outside. The uh, paparazzi are outside. Yes, LAPD. Um, okay, so here we go. Lining up uh, on the grid. Uh, now, we had to remind ourselves, Vettel on pole, Raikkonen on second, and then I can't see the rest of the grid, so we're going to remember very soon. No, I can't. Was I, Lewis quite far back? I feel like Lewis was, because he had a grid penalty. He did. Thank you for yeah. yeah, he had a grid penalty, and Verstappen had binned it in qualifying. Yes, but he, st- he did manage to put... A- time in because you originally thought that he was starting in the pits but he was definitely on the grid because he managed to climb up after the first two corners in unbelievable fashion well let's get into it we're going to start off with the the race start I still can't stand how David Cross says Fettel (laughs) <laughs> um, and then we go into the first corner and oh I remember this Bottas went round the outside of yeah. Raikkonen and here we go first thing I want to talk about Pierre <laughs> yeah, Gasly right. this is something I'd forgotten Pierre Gasly Toro Rosso driver um, the, he qualified in 6th um, and then moved up to 5th when Hamilton took his penalty yep. and at the first corner here we see him lunging around the outside of Daniel Ricciardo Going to start to try and tackle Kimi Raikkonen for third. Yeah. I mean, what a hero. First full season. First full season and in a Honda-powered <laughs> yeah, Toro Rosso. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be, I think, an ongoing trend throughout the year. The McLaren and Toro Rosso, Honda and Renault mm. argument. Who did the right thing? Who well, picked so the right engine? Yeah, because I was just about to say, actually, there, so far you'd feel that Toro Rosso have done the right thing. But actually, if you look at McLaren's progress in this season after the first three races that we've had so far yep. they've got more points already well, than the fourth, entire season like Alonso I think is probably sixth now in the championship and, yeah. and McLaren are fourth in the constructors um, but after this race in Bahrain Alonso was like third or fourth yeah. in the, and McLaren was second it yeah. was outrageous um, but the weird thing about Toro Rosso they were so strong in winter testing with mileage however seemed to have no pace at all in Australia <laughs> yeah. and uh, Hartley broke down didn't did they break down in Australia uh, God, oh, I well, can't even remember not very good, no. is it? all I remember from from the Australia race in terms of like retirements was Haas. Oh yes, poor Haas. Um, anyway, so here we go. First thing I remember is, yeah, Gasly absolutely smashing the start. Otherwise up front, uh, Bottas, you know, jump Raikkonen, nothing major to report there. We've got the Haas. Oh, there. Oh, yes. Okay, so mm. Haas, here we go. This was Magnussen bumping wheels with Hulkenberg. Mm. Um, Magnussen and Hulkenberg. I think Magnussen comes across like such a petulant P-R-I-C-K I mean you know he might be a good driver and now he's got a sort of half competitive car under him I just think he sounds like such a bullshit teenager and I'm sure we're going to hear more of it later in the race when him and Grosjean were running close together but on different mm, strategies yeah. and he's always on the radio complaining what yeah. do you like Magnussen? <laughs> I think he's cool I think he's cool like him? yeah it just comes across that he's passionate and he's, he's a dick 
That's how it comes across. <laughs> no, I, I quite I find him entertaining, and now that he has got a competitive car, I think he's just, he's just going to be more vocal. Yeah, yeah. So here he goes, banging wheels with Hogenberg into the second corner, and we had Raikkonen trying to come back on Gasly. And then is um, this the Force India spin? Yeah, this is the Force Indias. Yeah, coming into the the third or fourth corner now. It, I do remember the opening lap was a bit mad, mm. lots of action going on, and mm. I do remember Hamilton was a real pussy. Yeah, he yeah. really sat back and kind of just bided his time, let all the craziness happen, which. I think is a new side to Lewis mm. is this maturity that he seems to have gained over the Mercedes years yeah. of of not being so frantic. He was so frantic back in the McLaren days and just went for everything. And his uh, bout with... He's a little bit more conservative now yes. because I feel like he's got a strategy in place. He likes to see the other cars show their cards in terms of like the first quarter of the season he's just like yeah go on like you do your thing I'll just hang back and he's done that for the last two seasons and it's worked for him yeah and I think as well he's been he's had the luck of a very very competitive car mm. that he knows he will make up those places and, and well, those gaps you'll see on the home straight <laughs> yeah, in this yeah. race. well that's the thing is that he just has that power advantage so he could be a little bit cautious um, so yeah he sat well back got out of it Force India's tripped over um, was it I can't remember who tripped him up. Probably it was a Toro Rosso or someone. Yeah, probably the yeah. Oh, and the action continues now. Here was Lewis just sitting tight. We have one oh, of the... Have we or have we... No, this is it. This is it. The Alonso, Alonso Hamilton. Alonso and Lewis, which was something I think we've all been hoping or wanting to see for so long, ever since that iconic 20... 2007 season yeah. of Alonso versus Hamilton we haven't really had much Mexico a, last year yeah a couple of races that was the closest we've yeah. come to um, but I think we all want to see some Alonso versus Hamilton yeah. it's just epic driving and yeah Alonso mugged off Lewis yeah. there easy but again peasy. he backed out he didn't like go for the position no Lewis is biding his time yeah uh, here we see Verstappen already up to god knows what 11th <laughs> or something outrageous um, Vettel just pulling away right at the front uh, but it was actually a pretty good and exciting first lap because Australia, everyone was super calm and cautious for the first race of the year. Here's yeah, Verstappen and is, Lewis. So this, this, is, this is a massive talking point that I've seen on social media since this happened because obviously we only get a certain amount of angles as it happened before they continue with the live action of the race. And you kind of feel like it was a massive mix. Uh, mistake from Verstappen of him just being young immature lap two trying to go for a position on Lewis Hamilton to get a bit of a confidence boost but then when you actually watch some of the other angles back and like Lewis steers in a little bit and you know Verstappen is obviously avoiding the McLaren but they kind of like I don't know like they're they're we're, we're going to differ an opinion here then um, because for me this is Verstappen's biggest fault or flaw of course yeah he didn't need to do that on lap two of a race that is gonna he's, span 57 yeah he's got this raw talent this undeniable raw talent which you've got to say he's gonna be a multiple champion at some point as long as he gets into the right car um but we just keep seeing these chinks in his armor where he shows his age i hate to mm. say it and they've all been through it i remember when lewis turned up on the scene yeah. senna would probably say the same schumacher they're young they're feisty and they're cutthroat um and they're they're just a bit bolshy and this move uh, anyone who didn't see it was verstappen diving up the inside of lewis hamilton on lap two the first corner uh, alonso was a bit slow on the apex so verstappen had to do a bit of avoiding action but to me the way i read it he then really tries to teach lewis a bit of a lesson and kind of mark his position on the track by really shoving lewis as far wide as possible yeah. if not off the track mm -hmm. and lewis is like jog on me like i'm not going <laughs> off the track yeah. so ends up touching his rear wheel and we end up seeing that verstappen gets a puncture and it ruins his race now 
It could have gone the other way, though. Could, like, Verstappen's 11th at this point. I'm pretty sure he started 15th or 16th yeah. or 17th, so way down out of the points. He's on track for rescuing yeah. that mess up he yeah. made because I know he said oh I got an extra 150 horsepower in qualifying when I wasn't expecting it so I spun off well expect it mate you're a Formula 1 driver <laughs> yeah. like learn yeah. how to control your car yeah. <laughs> but he's on his way for making up for that error and now he's just going to absolutely screw it all up and I, I appreciate what you're saying that maybe it was a bit dodgy from Lewis as well and Lewis could have taken gone off the track and given him a bit more space but why? No exactly I think for the first lap Lewis was so cautious and conservative that he was probably a little bit like yeah I've like done the first lap and I've got through it I don't need this kid yeah. here doing that and as well with Max I, I was going to say something but I completely forgotten what it was okay, no, but, <laughs> but there is an air I think of the old stewards kind of like you know giving the young kid a bit of like yeah, yeah. calm down mate yeah. and obviously after there was a bit of controversy because Lewis Hamilton in the podium room uh, whether he realised or not he's claimed he forgot the camera was there but called Verstappen a dickhead didn't <laughs> yeah. he? how many years has he been doing F1 and yeah. how oh. many times has he been in that room well, he's always very well that he has to put his baseball cap on to hide his dodgy hair when he gets his helmet hair so strange that he forgot the camera was there yeah. um, so yes it was a bit of a sort of a little bit of hazing of the mm. of the young kid, yeah. Um, but I think they're all a little bit aware that Verstappen is quick and he's yeah. coming, and they're a, you have a to little think nervous. though from Max's point of view. You know Lewis is going to get up the traffic as well, so why not just hang behind him? Like, yeah. You don't need to they're, go. It's reckless. Yeah. It's unnecessarily yeah. reckless. Um, just follow him up the grid. So here we go. So he tries to shove him off. I think Lewis just held his position. Uh, they touched, and then we see Verstappen gets a, a puncture and starts going backwards, and that is. But before this happens. Like we see this happening now live, yeah. And then all of a sudden, there's a red ball at the side of the. Well, you're jumping circuit. ahead, bro. You're jumping ahead. We Stay with the highlights, pa highlights package, because okay. we're still at the moment. All we know is that Verstappen has just ruined his own race. He's going backwards, got nothing on. Um, we're getting a this bit could of a have replay. So easily been so, look, punctured to Lewis, though. Yeah, but that's the thing. This is a replay, so I'm gonna just pause frame it. So he comes in. He's too close to Alonso, who's being held up by yeah. the force injury Renault in front. Totally fine. So. He's going to try and move a little bit outside. But here, look at the angle of his wheel. He's full locked mm. to the right. And he just slowly starts yeah. to push out to kind of boss Lewis's position. Well, look at where all yeah. the other cars are. The Force India, the Renault, Alonso, are all so far right. And he's like, nah, I'm just going to... You know, whether he's carrying speed or whatever, it's unnecessary. And there you go, there's yeah. the contact. And It is foolish. It's foolish, it's foolish. Um, anyway, we move on. And then uh, we're getting a shot here of Verstappen trying to drag the car back. And we then, as you yeah. say, suddenly got this cut shot of a car pulled over. And I remember being in Stars and Bars going, oh, Verstappen's out. Yeah. He's not made it back. And then we saw the other Red Bull driving through, which was Verstappen because this was Danny Rick. Sad times. With a bloody full-on engine or... He had a complete electronics failure, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, so within a group of laps, there's Verstappen still going around with the puncture. And Ricardo is out of the race. So, so frustrating from, for Red Bull because they seem to have had pre-season pace mm. um, and reliability but they've come in and had a pretty disastrous Australia and Bahrain which is yeah. a shame I don't feel like at this point I really wanted seen... them to come in and be fighting right at the top right because yeah. I think that's the only chance that they've got um, I'm just going to turn that volume down a bit so then we have uh, Hulkenberg and Ocon is it going um... I love Ocon I have to say yeah. I think Ocon's great Hulkenberg still is, doing a is, solid this is, job this is exciting now and this is now the I think I'm going to claim it as an iconic Three yeah. car overtake by Lewis Hamilton coming down the straight, drafting Alonso, now drafting uh, Ocon and Hulkenberg, and he goes up the inside of all of them. Yeah. That was just such a cool move. So clean, <laughs> so precise. And say what you want about DRS and extra power, it was an iconic move. Yeah. And 
a little bit fake, a little bit false, and you could say if there wasn't any DRS, it wouldn't have happened, but they were all DRSing and drafting each mm. other. So, so... And you've also got to remember that that manoeuvre happened at about 180 miles yeah, an hour. Yeah, the like, balls the, of it, yeah, sparks yeah. in his face. Yeah. Uh, it was still exciting then, to see. Ocon going in at like a 45 degree angle into the corner in the opposite direction to cut Alonso. I don't know up. what like, he was doing. Yeah, I don't know was... what he was doing, but he just had panic in his eyes of seeing Lewis come through and do that. But it was an exciting time. Here we go. We're just getting another replay now. Um, it's just so yeah. hard to... And he's right on the edge there, Lewis. Yeah. He's running out of track space and clean like smooth braking absolutely smashing it then Lewis again going up past Gasly so now Lewis is up into fourth um, and you know a pr pretty solid race at this point I think we were feeling pretty excited we couldn't really work out where he was at with his strategy and things but we were excited and then Bottas was the first front runner to blink mm -hmm. comes in puts on the white striped medium tyre um, and, and at, at that point, I was like, they're going to the end of the race. Yeah, so this is where we all started to get a bit confused. But yeah. we were like, that's the harder tyre. Um, they're surely going to be going to the end. Um, and we started to realise that the strategy had been split between the Mercedes and the Ferrari in terms of tyre choice. Yeah. A Ferrari put on the softer choice. Um, Hamilton hadn't pit by this point. He was still out front. Uh, we're watching Vettel catch up on him now. So Hamilton's still waiting. But it was... To touch on what you said at the beginning for, for sort of like non-F1 fans, this was such a strategy-heavy mm. race. We were watching it with no commentary because we were in no. a bar, um, no team radio, nothing. So we were just trying to have to work out kind of from following on Twitter in our own brains what was going on. And uh, this is a side of Formula 1 that I think is brilliant and a part that I personally really enjoy. And I think some of the most exciting races are when there is a difference in strategy. Mm. But it was also overly complicated. Yeah, because you, we we had to try and work out like how many mi how many miles or laps each tie was going to do, and then try and second guess the strategy that was going to happen. We're F one mega fans, and I couldn't I couldn't remember which tires they brought to that race. <laughs> yeah. I was like the yellow tire, the soft, and the super hyper ultra soft, and the medium I, hard density <laughs> input. Like I was like, what's going on? The simple thing was when Vettel pitted, we both said on that tire he's going to have to pit again. That's exactly it. What was clear in our minds, and I'm assuming the commentary minds and lots of people were that the Mercedes were trying to do a one-stop race mm. and Ferrari looked like they were doing a two-stop race. Yeah. So that's what we all assessed. So therefore, the Ferraris were going to have to pass the Mercedes on track, but they would have fresher and quicker tyres. So it's still overly complicated. And trying to explain that to somebody who doesn't watch F1 all the time, you're a bit like, well, mm. what? Yeah. But it then also makes it exciting because yeah. if there was just a one-stop race from both, it probably would have been a bit processional um, as we will find out uh, very shortly. So yeah, here we go. Hamilton playing a bit of the team game, holding up Vettel this quite was good. well. This was good because I did feel like Lewis was on these smash tyres that had no grip and you could see it. Like every corner, Vettel was so much faster coming out of it. And then, yeah. And then, yeah, so Hamilton did, did well as long as he could. But this is where DRS, I guess, is that little bit fake where Vettel, with the fresher tyres and DRS, just cruised on by. Um, so back into the lead there. Um, and then this. Oh, God. You actually didn't see. Uh, we're no, going to discuss no. the Kimi Raikkonen pit stop incident. Um, so Can we just do it very briefly and not actually look at it? Because it's so awful. For anyone that didn't see, unfortunately, Kimi Raikkonen left his pit box uh, too soon. He got the green light to go before all the tyres had been fitted to his car. And one of the mechanics had his back turned to the car and the rear wheels when Raikkonen goes ran over his leg in a pr yeah. the mechanic's leg in a pretty disastrous way and it literally went to jelly it went mm. to absolute jelly 
and I remember you were looking down at your phone. I was like, oh no 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 no, they ran him over, he ran him over, and it was just a, it was a horrible moment. And I was trying to I was trying to work out what the strategy is doing. Under. Oh, I'm they just showed the clip. It. I didn't think they were going to show the clip and highlights, and his leg is literally pointing in all different directions. Um, it's the worst. It's the worst leg break that I've seen like you know that, that, imme- that immediate snap like yeah. I've had my I've had my faces when I was 15 16 years old going on YouTube and watching like the worst leg breaks ever yeah. <laughs> and I just I just don't need to see it anymore yeah. and that was so bad and I don't think Kimmy really knew what was going on all he knew was that it was an unsafe pit he was out of the race he was so furious he was furious he was, without he was annoyed. I don't think he knew he'd no. run him over at this no, point no he didn't know what was going on he's also on. Kimmy Raikkonen so he's like yeah. is he yeah. alive okay fine I remember after I was going to sing, I get the green light, I go. That's yeah, my job. Yeah. I, my job is to wait for the green yeah. light. Um, so many pit stop incidents this year. Weird that. Mm. I don't know if the teams are trying to push too hard. They were trying to go a bit too quick in the pit stops or what, but quite a few. I mean, we saw the Haas incidents obviously in Australia, but a lot of pit stop incidents, which I find... Well, the one thing that I picked up after that incident was how slow everyone else's pit stops were because they just had it in the back of their mind and they were conscious. And just they take were, it easy. Yeah, let's just, let's just calm it down. Another thing which I found super interesting is that because Wagenden has stopped that was all of us going okay here we go Ferrari are coming in for their second yeah. stop yeah. so this was the kind of moment where Mercedes were theoretically going to take the lead of the race with Bottas first Hamilton in second Hamilton was kind of catching Bottas-ish but only by like a tenth or so per lap so it looked like Bottas had it pretty sealed up um and so Vettel was still out in the lead Bottas in second and Hamilton in third um however because of this incident Ferrari couldn't actually call Vettel in, mm. or we assume they couldn't call him in. Um, so they kind of were forced to switch to a one-stop strategy. Mm. But no one really knew this at the time. Here we no. go, Team Radio. We... Oh, so that so point. So plan D. Plan Did they D. Say D or B? I hope it's D, because we only hear about plan A and plan B, don't we? <laughs> um, because, yeah, we didn't hear this radio no. at the time. So we were still expecting or thinking maybe Vettel's going to come in. Um, and I think Mercedes were. Everyone was thinking that's what was well, going to happen. We were getting super nerdy at this point and actually started calculating pit stop times, lap times, and working out how far Lewis had to be up to close to Vettel in case he pitted just so that he could go ahead. And we were kind of nerding out on that. But, I mean, it was just a complete waste of time. Complete waste of time <laughs> because Vettel stayed out and he just kept going. And this, I think, was one of the drives of Sebastian, like one of the best drives of Vettel we've yeah, seen. Yeah. I don't think we've seen an impeccable drive like this from Vettel for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, don't get me wrong, I think he's amazing. Uh, and I think he's done some incredible things over the years. But this really showed skill on ties that should not have lasted that long uh, he was somehow eking out the, the pace that he needed to um, but for somewhere the last five or six laps Bottas suddenly decided to go oh I actually probably could catch him <laughs> yeah. and I was so furious because it just seemed so little so late yeah. and he was catching him in like a second a lap with five laps to go and the gap was like eight seconds mm. and I was like what is Bottas doing? Like, what, what did he do for the last 10 laps? What was he doing? Just sitting around going, oh, useless. useless. I, I guess he was waiting for Seb to pit, but... No, I think I think he was waiting for that moment where he could put so much pressure on Vettel for the last three laps that either his tyres would start blistering or he would get a puncture like Silverstone last year. And if that's the case, then it was a proper risky strategy, which obviously uh, we... Well, I think it didn't pay off. naive of Bottas. I think he underestimated Vettel. Yeah. I think it was a bad strategy from him or from the team. Mm. And what it ended up being was a one-shot opportunity it was the final lap going to the first corner he didn't look close enough coming out of that final corner but he did get DRS and 
All I was saying was lunge, lunge, mm. lunge, because at this point, even though he's so far back, you you've got to go, go for, it. for it. It's the that's your chance to win the entire race. Yeah. You've just been working your butt off for however many laps. You know Vettel's tires are absolutely dead. He can't push yeah. them. Just lunge because yeah. Vettel will have to react, and you might get the grip out of the corner. Yeah, and Bottas just freaking. Proceed yeah. out, and my ah, oh, I'm going off Bottas so quickly <laughs> because I'm sorry if you're in a top team and you're trying to prove yourself and you're on a one-year contract, you've got to go for yeah. this, even if you mess up, yeah. even if you crash. Hamilton's going to get the victory. Yeah, like yeah, th I don't think they're going to care. Hamilton will get like so. This I thought was awful. Didn't even make a half-assed effort. And at that point, that was it. Vettel was going to have the victory. There was no chance that Bottas was going to get. It was that one else. DRS moment that he had. His the, one the, shot. Yeah. Uh. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, so anyway, so that brings us to the end. Um, I don't think we actually need to see Vettel cross the line, but you're right. It was an exciting race for the nerds and those that like strategy. Um, but all in all, for me, the biggest takeaway was Ferrari are genuinely... I think the pace setters here. Yeah, they are very, very quick. And the other thing that I took away from that is it proves that Bottas is the second driver because what would have happened if Lewis was in Bottas's shoes? Well, just the other way around, Vettel and Bottas, if they were switched positions. Yeah. I, I think almost any... I mean, Verstappen, Ricardo, mm, Raikkonen maybe not because <laughs> I think he's bored. Hamilton, <laughs> Alonso. Yeah, like, there's so many people on the grid. No that, one would have just yeah. sat back the way Bottas did. I know. I couldn't, I couldn't make sense the of that. The only thing that I thought of was that he was biding his time, waiting right to the end of the race and hoping that if he put pressure on Vettel but Vettel he's a veteran and yeah. he knows how yeah, to handle it yeah, yeah, he's like gonna... I just thought that was an amazing drive from Vettel I'm a big fan of him but obviously I'm a bigger fan of Lewis and Mercedes AMG so I never want him to win but then after that and just seeing what an incredible feat that was yeah. to push those ties to that limit 
but still be putting in the times that he was putting in. I was just like, that just proves why he is the world champion that he is. Incredible. By the way, for any of you watching on the YouTube channel, I'm sorry that I'm slouching down so much. We're in a very echoey room, so we're having to be very close to the mics, and they're a little bit low. So Sam advised my, me to eat the mic. Yeah, my, and I remember the last the last time yeah. someone said, or there was a lot eat of comments saying that like I might as well have been in another room. So that's the one thing that I'm trying not to do this yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So it's hard. So my my posture is awful, but uh, that's what I'm doing. But that kind of wraps up. The only other thing I want to mention very quickly before we move on to the Chinese Grand Prix, which I'm very excited to do because mm. obviously we haven't seen any footage. Uh, Ericsson. Yeah. Ericsson in ninth yeah. in the Alfa Romeo Sauber. I mean, I what? saw a tweet. I think it was Tim at Marduk from so the the gaming F1 gamer. If you don't know his yes. channel, go check it out. Uh, tweet saying, I think it's the first time I've ever seen Ericsson do an overtake. <laughs> <laughs> because what a surprising result. Yeah. And I do quite like how close the midfield are. Yeah. The fact that Gasly could end up in fourth. Absolutely stunning race from mm -hmm. that guy. And then Ericsson could be in ninth and Alonso and Van Dorn are in there. And it just seems like we might get a few of these surprise results depending on how cars perform on certain tracks. You just hope that it doesn't get swept under the rug because that was the first time that I saw Ericsson in ninth. Like, yeah, I mean... Because it's so exciting up at the top and then you get the Red Bulls going out and you never and know what's Gasly going on. Stole and yeah, that, I love yeah, that attention. Did, yeah. um, but for Ericsson and I think for Sauber, that was quite a big... Do we want to talk about Williams or nope. not? <laughs> are they even in the race um, yeah. let's move on to the Chinese Grand Prix yes. because we've been chatting for 25 minutes now about a race that happened a week ago and I'm over that I want to watch footage from the Chinese Grand Prix so yes to recap if you are just tuning in for whatever reason if you've skipped ahead if you didn't want to hear us talk about the Bahrain Grand Prix uh, Paul and I haven't seen any action from the Chinese Grand Prix I know a little bit more about what happened than Paul I have absolutely no idea other than who won the race okay I don't so, know who came second or third so um this is almost going to be like a live reaction type thing. Again, we are using the highlights package from the Formula One site. I'm sorry that I can't overlay any B-roll of this. Of course, with YouTube, I can't steal this footage from Formula One. So we're just commentating on it. I'll put the links to the highlights packages below so you can go and check them out. But what is cool is the fact that Formula One are so active on social media. Because yeah, this is, this is like brilliant. So I know they refreshing. introduced it the last you know, 18 months or so, but it was how a dry great, start. How great is the, this? The yes, beautifully sunny day. Uh, we once again are greeted by a Ferrari front row. And Vettel an AMG and at the back. And a, and a the C63 car. medical car at the back. <laughs> I um, could do that job. So, one thing I like about Shanghai, because you're not a big fan of this track. I'm not. I'm awful at it on the Xbox, but I'm very good at Bahrain. Is the first corner is usually mental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did watch the first two laps of this race, and all I can say is it freaking depressing and boring. Oh. Anyway, here we go, because apparently the race was insane. That's because it was dry. I'll turn the volume up, because we are literally going to be watching this. We can't talk too much over it, because we're going to be trying to take it in. So, I'll try and keep the commentary in so you're not totally bored when we're just staring at a screen <laughs> are we just going to watch the whole seven minutes straight or no no because okay. that would be awful we're going to pause it and react and talk and discuss is what we're seeing because uh, audio only listeners i think would be very bored if yeah. we just watched seven minutes so here we go a lot I'll of heineken sponsorship <laughs> cool <laughs> oh oh that was quite aggressive from vettel yeah. i'm going back on oh, that sorry i need to get close to the mic yeah yeah he really vettel yeah, really yeah, went yeah, to yeah. swipe raikkonen off the line there I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect that. Ooh. Oh yeah, there goes an AMG. And then Who's that's that? Bottas. Oh. <laughs> because trust me, as I said, I switched off because Lewis just went backwards. Literally, I think this is similar to his Bahrain tactics. Mm. He is so cautious in these first opening laps, and I know you said that Lewis seems to like to sit back in recent seasons. Bide his time, suss out how he's going to attack the season and then go full force. Yeah. Firstly, I think the Mercedes is not the quickest car on the grid this year. No. I think the Ferrari is quicker and I think arguably Red Bull is as quick as Mercedes, if not maybe got a tenth or so. I think they haven't shown it yet. And I think Lewis is struggling with that slightly. But has Lewis ever 
been good at starting. No, no, he's, aw- <laughs> he's awful off the line. But what I mean is, and I think you're going to see it now, I feel like this is a very dejected race from Lewis. Okay. And I think it was a dejected qualifying. Yeah. And I think yeah, in qualifying Bahrain, was he was a bit dejected. Mm. And there was that point where he was pushing, 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 and then he kind of stopped. In Australia, he was pushing, 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 and then he kind of stopped. And I don't know, I'd be interested to watch. Is that hunger and motivation still there from Lewis? Mm. I, I just... Let's see. Let's not get ahead of ourselves because last year, let's not forget, Vettel had a commanding lead at mid-season point. Yeah. And then Lewis destroyed him. Yeah. Uh, anyway, onwards. Yeah, Renault right up there. Hulkenberg again. Strong. Here's Lewis going backwards. Mm-hmm. So that's Verstappen look and Ricardo. How dirty, look how dirty the outside line is. Yeah. Though. Lewis sitting well out. Oh, guys, who's, who's that? So this is, is Verstappen. Verstappen. This is Verstappen now coming around the outside mm. of Raikkonen for third. I like that. You've got Lewis. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> what like, line is that? Looking out of the action entirely. <laughs> I'm just going to sit over here by myself. Uh, and then this kind of cluster F of cars behind them. But... Um, Oh, he's off track. Max is swearing about something and being aggro. I've got... Oh. Oh. Yeah, so that was an interesting move from Lewis. I didn't see that. And Vista... Uh, sorry, Rick, Danny Rick now all over Lewis. Wow, okay, so we've skipped, we've skipped 21 what? laps. Wow, so that must have been a really boring first half the of the race. The first half of the race, 21 laps, super dull because we're to the pit stops, um, watching Vettel come out, Bottas coming down the start-finish straight. Um, We've got no information who's pitted at this We have point no idea what's going on with strategy or who's pitted or who hasn't pitted, but... Gasly's 18th and Stroll's 9th. Yeah, but this is Toro Rosso had a shocker this weekend. Uh, okay. Taurus had an absolute shocker, like in Australia. <laughs> yeah. So Bahrain was a bit of a blip for them. Uh, um, let's see what's going to happen here. Oh, so Bottas jumped him in the pits. So they must have done an undercut or something like that. Um, again, unfortunately, we haven't got the information here. We're literally watching the highlights package and reacting. Um, but Bottas has jumped Vettel in the pits. That's interesting. The no, undercut. There we go. Good lads. Ha- hashtag strategy once again. <laughs> and what's this? So Kimmy's obviously not pitted at that point. Ah, okay, good. I was literally like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> so yeah, Kimmy must have stayed out and we're watching Bottas go around the outside of him on fresher tires. Oh, that's a, oh, that's a nice yeah, move actually. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, all my slagging off of Bottas, that was a nice move. Yeah, and you got Martin, Vettel right Martin there as well. So Kimmy again just sort of pushed to the bottom of the pile of Ferrari's priorities. (laughs) We're like, Kimmy, just stay out. We're going to check out, see what you can do with your tires. Oh, Kimmy tried to come back on him. Oh, And now Vettel. Well, that was a bit mad. So Raikkonen tried to come back on the inside and then let Vettel through. And Vettel's right there. I mean, he's less than, he's a couple of tenths behind Bottas. So surely you think Ferrari there are trying to put Raikkonen to back Bottas up into Vettel. So as they've done here, because... Wow, Vettel's right on them. Oh, oh, the Toro. <laughs> Speaking about the Toro, is having a shitter. Yeah. Um, sorry for the language. Um, they've just taken each other off. That oh. looks like into the the hairpin at the end of the long straight. Uh, we've got the two. I can't work out who's facing backwards. Mm. Here we go. Oh, someone's on a lunge. That is a proper lunge. No, no. Oh, what? Locked what? up. Lock up. Well, no, that wasn't a lock up. That was like a bizarre. As like if a, his brakes weren't fully working. 
Well, like he thought he was going through, but look, I think he thought Hartley was letting him through. Mm. I think he thought Hartley was like, yeah, he closed the door. Yeah, I think he thought. I think he thought Hartley was letting him through because mm. that was a weird and yeah, bold move. Yeah, because there was no movement on the track into the corner apart from him just turning in. Safety car. This is how the race is going to turn on its head. Ah, okay. So, so at this point, the race winner is Bottas. Fifth. Yeah, but no, I'm saying the actual race winner Oh, sorry, is in the grand scheme of things, yeah, because yeah. we know the race result. Spoiler alert, it's Danny Rick. Um, and he's fifth at this point. Bottas in the lead. Vettel, Verstappen, Hamilton, Ricciardo. And what lap did the safety car come out? Because, mate... So we go. Here we go. Oh, Verstappen. Yeah. Okay, so ah, oh, yeah. the double stack. I, I wondered if 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 Red Bull got the opportunity to pit. Oh wow! If, if this entire race is okay. Sorry. <laughs> Again, we are reacting to this live, so apologies for our jumping all over the place and cutting each other off. So lap thirty-five now. Yeah. So what we just witnessed was the Red Bull totally taking advantage of the fact that they could get into the pitch under the safety car. Yeah. However, we do know the race winner, mm. and after the safety car, the green flags has come out. We've got Bottas in first, Vettel in second, Hamilton in third, Verstappen in fourth, Raikkonen in fifth. Danny Rick is still down in sixth. And he's going to win this race somehow. But do you think that the other teams need to pit again? Do you think that they... Yes. Well, I think... Well, they just said any teams worried about going to the end. So from this shot, we can see that Bottas is on the medium tyre and the Red Bulls went onto the yellow softer tyre. Okay. So... That wipes the Ferraris out. Let's see what happens. But still, Ricardo's got to go past Verstappen. Yeah, Ricardo's got a lot of work to do no matter mm. what. There's a lot of action going on at the back. Mm. Alonso getting racy. Classic. Ooh, yeah. Classic. Uh, oh, oh, here we go. What? Yeah. Oh, that is... Oh, that was... That is wide. That was brave from yeah. Alonso. I love safety car restarts. Because I feel like drivers have built up so much adrenaline from the race so far that it's almost it's better than the actual start of yeah, the race yeah I, I agree because they and go I, for bigger moves <laughs> virtual safety car I understand it but I also think it's pointless yeah, yeah, just bring out yeah. a safety car it's cool yeah. as long as the safety car doesn't stay out longer than 5 laps I yeah. hate those safety cars yeah. like 15 laps later yeah. um, so this is Alonso in ninth. oh no sorry yeah Alonso in ninth, just being super racy all the midfield are just super racy oh. That's the first time we've heard that in 2018. <laughs> the two 14s very nearly come together, but they didn't. They managed it. So, yeah, a lot, we're watching a lot of action happening after the safety car restart in the midfield. Van Dorn just going backwards. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we just saw a classic Danny Rick lunge into the big hairpin. The one thing you know is Ricardo has got overtakes in the bag. Okay, so yeah, so Ricardo just did Raikkonen, and we're now we've cut immediately to Verstappen going around the outside of Lewis. So this is like going to this six. is going to be where Ricardo overtakes Verstappen. I'm guessing. I reckon Verstappen gets this wrong. Interesting. Whoa! You weren't lying. <laughs> what? 
Verstappen just had a major moment trying to go around. I was like, this is bold going around the outside of this corner. Like, if he does this, Lewis is going to be embarrassed. Verstappen gets a massive twitch. He's gone massively wide and it's cut to a shot where you can just see Danny Wick still on track and I think you're about to be right. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Again, Verstappen, chill out, mate. Yeah. Like, what an impressive thing to try and do. But your, your tyres aren't going to be up to temperature. It's just after the safety car. Just... Dirty line. Weird place to overtake. Yeah. I love the fact he's trying. Don't get me wrong. I love the fact he's trying. But okay, so Danny Rick is now up to fourth. Yeah. Making a bit more sense. And then what? Maybe there's no pits and Ricardo Danny, just goes on fire. Danny Rick just lunged up the inside of Lewis and. I mean, that made Lewis look yeah. average. Yeah. And I, also, I think, proved to me that the Red Bull, at least here in Shanghai, is definitely quicker than the Merck. Because yeah. he's just come out that corner. Yeah. I know he's got the fresher tyres, but that yeah. was freaking impressive. You'd want to know how old Lewis's tyres are. Yeah. But, I mean, Red Bull are loving it. Yeah. We've got Verstappen on Hamilton now. I think Lewis, Lewis didn't even try. No, is he driving like a non-S C63? <laughs> if he had an S63. Do you know, do you remember a few years ago, it didn't happen last year, maybe it didn't happen the Rosberg year, but when they, when they were sort of winning com- easily, mm. he would sort of get distracted by like life things. Do you remember like... <laughs> like last... crashing a Zonda. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, when he got drunk. Uh, sorry, when he crashed a Zonda at 4am in Monaco, yeah. stone cold sober. And he would just go in these weird races. He had like three or four races where he just wasn't really, he didn't mm. really show up. Yeah. This, I mean, what is yeah. he doing there? He's just let Ricardo and Verstappen through. With, looks like a back marker. Yeah. Didn't have the so, grip yeah, though. I, Come so, on, I, mate. Like, I do wonder how old his tires are. I don't want to find excuses for Lewis, but still, that that upsets me a bit. Oh, here comes. Oh, okay, what a Danny hero. What a hero. So we just said Ricardo is in sixth. How on earth is he going to get the thing at the minute? Just by overtaking. Yeah. Like oh, I love Danny Rick. This is this is actually quite mad. I'm a massive Formula One fan, but I just assumed that it was just pit, something was going to go wrong stops, or a strategy or, or thing like that. Yeah, and we're seeing actual overtaking. Yeah, legit bit between the teeth. Yeah, on it overtaking. What a hero! Oh, oh, oh! Verstappen. He crashed into Vettel. Oh, I'm replaying that. God. I'm replaying that. I thought that was Danny Rick on. Surely now, because. Okay, so Danny Rick does it, does a beautiful clean move, and then. Oh my god. Okay, so just quickly, whilst that's going on, Raikkonen and Hamilton have to take avoiding action, and Raikkonen jumped Hamilton. Mm. Um, oh, I need to watch that again. I can't so really bearing work out in mind, what bearing in mind, after Bahrain, Vettel. Um, supported Lewis for just having adrenaline in his and body. When an he, opinion and... Yeah. Now, Max is not doing any favours with his driving at the moment. That's two mistakes in the race. One of them obviously costing... It doesn't, it doesn't even look like an opening. Hold on a second. Because look at that. No. Like, I mean... He's lunging when they're already turning yeah. into the apex. And you can hear Martin Bottas like, Oh no, Max, don't do it! Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, he's like so disappointed. Yeah. Like, 
and so nearly wiped out Hamilton and Raikkonen yeah. as well like so so nearly what I mean what is that yeah. move I know it looks like Vettel's gone deep but it's that's not a I know that's going to be the center. People might comment and go, oh, if you see a gap, you must go for it. You're a racing driver. <laughs> and I, don't get me wrong. I love that Max is bringing this kind of like new frenzied way into Formula 1 of like PlayStation gaming, go yeah. for everything. But you can't if you just crash every single time. No. no. Like, that's not the way to do it. But Sebastian Vettel, he, he, yeah. he locked up. Oh, he... <laughs> Vettel, do, you remember, do you remember Vettel and Kvyat's relationship I feel like that the torpedo what... <laughs> <laughs> um, yes uh, well I mean great for the championship because Vettel's now down in sixth looks like he's about to get overtaken by Hulkenberg and considering that Lewis is just uh, away with the fairies today um, uh, I guess great but oh Max what are you doing he obviously got some damage I guess yeah. oh he's going wide yeah. he's got a lot of image a lot of damage Oh, 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 we've just seen Ricardo taking Bottas for the lead, and that is a move and a half. That's like a double bluff. He's like, yeah, I'm going outside. Actually, no, I'm not. Okay, so we're coming down into, this is the uh, turn five or so, the hairpin um, after the first couple of corners, and Ricardo's doing well. He goes for the inside. Bottas moves to close yeah. the door in the braking zone, punches hell. Mm. They kind of like it looks it's here weird. like Ricardo's going to back out, yeah, or like cut around, but then he doesn't because it's classic Ricardo late on the brake. Look at realize, there, there, oh, look that, at that angle for that there, corner. Yeah, I was just about to say, is there even a gap there? Oh, he's having to do a little correction here because look, he's just closing mm, yeah. the gap. But this, okay, I have to say, just to beat up on Verstappen a bit more, and apologies for any Verstappen fans, I do really like him. But right here, Ricardo and Bottas racing. That is an in, this is an insane overtake. Yeah. Do they touch uh, enough to cause any damage or injury? No. Yeah. They've given each other just enough space and probably through a bit of luck. Mm. Yeah. To, yeah. Ricardo somehow finds a gap there. I mean that. No DRS. Nothing. Oh yeah. That, like, that is, is that, yeah. true overtaking. That's cool. I like that angle. He's such oh, a hero. Such, yeah. Oh, Verstappen got a penalty. But that's not real. Like, Again, there you go. Lewis is going, cool, have fun, guys. Yeah. I'm just. A 10 second penalty to Verstappen's not going to help the fact that Vettel is now seventh. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Oh! Oh! just took Vettel by yeah. killing him yeah I need to see a replay of that show a replay come on that is here we go look at this shutting the door Alonso goes up the inside and then just go, drive, drive straight oh. oh my god goes right to the edge of the track yeah yeah that was bold from Alonso here we go I mean Daniel Carter here crossing the line to win the race I think one of the best stories for everyone that we could have had firstly yeah. to have a non-Ferrari or Mercedes winner from pure pace he won it on pace overtaking the fact that for he barely got out for qualifying the day before because of the engine yeah. rebuild um, and I, it's Danny Rick like oh I, I'm so happy about this I'm firstly yeah from a result point of view I'm so glad to see did he neck a boot uh, let's get to the podium also also bring I, the volume down. Max Verstappen there great team player 
<laughs> Just Checking out everyone take else. Take everyone else out. <laughs> um, Clear the way for Danny Rick. So we get Bottas in second and Raikkonen in third. Vettel, is Vettel going to lose out to another Renault? Um, eighth place for, for Vettel. Uh, yeah, Carlos Sainz doesn't quite do it. So yeah, wow. Bad for Vettel. Really mm. bad day for Vettel. Yeah. Um, and Red Bull are celebrating. And I think it's just great. As I say, like they have, they've had a dodgy first couple of races. <laughs> Danny Rick celebrating. I just, uh, as much as I love Verstappen, I do think right now in life, if these guys are title competitors, title challengers, Danny Rick's the guy to do it. Like yeah, that was an yeah. incredible drive. We, we didn't, didn't see, see him. No. I'm assuming he did the booty. Yeah. But um, that was an in- a sensational drive. We just watched a seven minute highlights package. Can you imagine how exciting the race would have been? Live. Unfortunately, oh. it was on at 11 p.m., uh, LA time and we had as I say been awake for 48 hours so we couldn't watch it uh, but that was quite a fun way to that look was, back at that it. was really cool to see that for the first time but then also to be proved wrong in my expectations of what the race was going to be yes. just fully expecting Ricardo to just overtake them because everyone else needed pits but actually it was down to just him having the grip between his teeth it was awesome absolutely amazing um, well there we go that is our, our second F1 special and our recap of the second and third race of the Formula 1 2018 season uh, I hope you guys have enjoyed it uh, we will be doing more the next race is Baku uh, if you are watching us for the first time here on the YouTube channel thank you for tuning in make sure you subscribe for weekly episodes of the Behind the Glass podcast and infrequent F1 recaps uh, Paul it's been great that you're coming you're becoming the, the F1 show regular um, here on Behind the Glass um, which I think is good uh, and if you're listening to us on soundcloud.com forward slash through glass make sure to keep following us there and on iTunes podcasts um, anything else that we want to add any other reflections any big statements you want to make cool um, anyway thank you very much catch up with you soon bye bye Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 